Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Us live. us live hello everyone welcome to the daily cup of genre the daily cog as we as we like to call it here at lrmonline.com and the genreverse podcast network thank you so much for jo joining us anyone and every everyone that's listening on on repeat as well as everyone that joins us today live i am kyle malone one of the uh god-awful hosts on this show and the one that's ever so so slightly better than me over there is manny how's things on the left coast dude you mean on the best coast I didn't say it was bad. It's just on the left of the map. Yeah, but it is the best. <laughs> I do I, want to put I that I do out. like the Pacific uh, Ocean as far as like visiting it be better. And I live on the Atlantic and it's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, you guys sucked the Titanic. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, you, you're, you were that iceberg. You were, I, was that was you. I was born in Tacoma, Washington, Pierce <laughs> County, Washington on Fort Lewis. How am I responsible? For so, that? so out of everything in that statement, what you took is that the year was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I like, I like that. What do we All do? Right, man. What do we do here? We, we talk about everything. Yeah, so yeah, I got something for you. Oh, and it's a okay, topic so you just that, want to get into to it. Let's go. What, what's yeah, up? Yeah, and it's something that's been exhausted, but um, it's something that I think will never go away, unfortunately, and I feel bad for the people who have to talk about it because it puts them in a very awkward position. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Martin Scorsese and Marvel. Oh. <laughs> what happened? What, what I miss? So, <laughs> so talk the, re again? the reason I bring it up is because they asked James Gunn about it. And James Gunn had two separate comments. Um, I'm uh, to pull it up now. <laughs> the, the first, the first one is he earlier in, in during the interview. I think he mentioned coming out against Marvel is the only thing that would get him pressed for his movie. Speaking on Scorsese, Ooh. he he's creating his movie in the shadow of Marvel. He uses that to get attention for something he wasn't getting much attention for. Mm -hmm. And a little bit later, though. He clarified uh, uh, what 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 he meant and, and and what he was talking about, and then he said, "I love and study his films, and will continue to love and study his films. I disagree with him solely on one point: that films based on comic books are innately not cinema. That's all." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, look. Like like you said, it, it it's a story that won't die. Variety even puts that in somewhere in here about it's like a two year story, yeah, two year old story that just won't die. Look, we're we're all guilty guilty of this. Like every la last one of us 
as as we got older, looked at the the people behind us, you know, in in age, and said, <laughs> you, "Your generation sucks." And our parents said it about us. Their parents said it about them. Their parents' parents said it about their parents, and and so on and and so on. Music, same thing. Oh, rock and rock and roll is not music. That'll never take hold. Hip hop and and R and B and 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 rap ev- evolution through through the eighties. Oh, you know that that won't hold. You need that classic ri- rhythm and blues. T- takes hold. T- t- times change. Enter- entertainment changes. Does it mean it all has has ugh, has to change? No. So, but, so- I mean, mm-hmm. c- come come on. He's an old guy saying old old guy things. You're one day going to be an old. You know, per person saying old person things. That's just, it's just the way Kyle life does is. It already. <laughs> What's that? You do it already. I I do. I do it all already. I mean, it's just life. Yeah, it it happens. <laughs> ah, I did the zoomed so, in one. Oh well. So my point, my in this whole fiasco is, it's okay if he doesn't like Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> I, I don't understand why it's such a big deal that he feels that way about about Marvel films, uh, especially because that's just not the type of genre he he's in that he does that he yeah. that he feels passionate about. And that's I, I don't know. You know, I don't know if people know this, but that's OK. It, it's it's super OK to be into. I mean, I know I know a lot of people who won't go watch a superhero movie, period. Mm-hmm. Because they think it's, they think it's stupid. Yeah, Nick's dad, dad, Nick was telling me on on the Marvel show we recorded yesterday for today. Make sure you guys guys check that out wherever you get your podcast from, and here on on YouTube later on today. Um, like, share, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, no, it's um, what what's the word I, I was I was looking at? He he was talking about how his dad won't watch the the What If show because it's animated. Loves Marvel stuff. Has watched almost every. Uh, everything else but won't 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 watch the the what if show because it's animated i p- people are like that it's not a horrible thing to do you know no and and yeah and it, so if, if you don't like it's i don't know i i just think that and it's a story that won't die because obviously especially if you haven't had a chance to talk to him or or one of the one of the directors coming up for a marvel project you're gonna bring it up in a junket because you want you, you want that that um you want that that content or whatever, and, and then you get a line like this, and then you get you get other directors. You put them in a very awkward position because I you know like James Gunn said he's a he's a fan of of school. I mean who isn't like you if if you're into films mm-hmm. you you need it you 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 know Martin Scorsese is a very important name. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And and I do not uh, I and I think that if if you're um, I don't know what do you want to call it canceling him or or now you hate him because he doesn't like Marvel films you're stupid <laughs> yeah that 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 would be be over the over the over the top I mean everything's everything I, it just goes to show you that the the sensitivity is not li- limited to not necessarily an age and i don't i don't mean general sensitivity i mean sensitivity to 
op- opinions. You know, it's it's not just uh, Gen Z or or millennials. It it can be you know bo- boomers and and Xers and and uh, uh, everything else. The the you know last of the the greatest generation as as they're called. And Scorsese's going to. He, he's going to be Scorsese until the, the day he dies. And he's done a lot of great, great things for movies. He's done a lot of great things for cinema. He's told a lot of great stories, let alone things be- behind the scenes and helping uh, uh, projects come come to life and, and whatnot. But he himself has told a lot of really good stories. Is his genre and, and style going away? No. Will, will it go away for, for good ever? No. Will it? Come back into popularity in the future, probably. I mean, and then, and then some of those. Some... It's fresh. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I'm sorry. You're, you need oh, to I was gonna say that it's it's frustrating to hear him be so vehemently against certain things and know that are not no, but you know, I, I have a feeling that some of it's maybe a little bit of jealousy, not necessarily in in the money, but the a, attention. And the um, appreciation, you know, as a, as an artist, you want your your stuff to be appreciated, right? And so I could see where the, there could be some jealousy. He's like, well, in in my mind, these are are cookie cutter. We all say that when we talk about they are cookie cutter Marvel movies and stuff. You know, <laughs> he goes in, in my mind. I'm not saying he he thinks or says this is my my assumptions. He's thinking, you know, these are cookie cutter. Sure, people work hard on them. But I don't feel the 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 creative process is is artistic enough, and he's entitled to to that opinion. Nothing we can ever do or say is ever going to ch- change that. And while it's frustrating because you're like, dude, you're you're missing out on layers. You're you're missing out on on you know what is our artistic about it in in the CGI in in putting in Easter eggs that that really speak to the to the core audience. He doesn't necessarily look for, for those things. We do. We can appreciate it. Nothing he says is going to change that. It's frustrating. It's it's fun to talk about every now and then. But when when people are literally on Twitter saying, "Oh, you know, I don't didn't want to start a war because rabid fans are out there." Yeah, fuck James Gunn and his cookie cookie cutter stuff. Or you know, screw screw Martin Scorsese and and his his you know want to be art. What guys? I say that stuff, but. Like, don't be adding the directors and starting crap on on Twitter over it. Well, I mean, and that's I mean, that's just the power of social media. You can put whatever you want, and you don't have to necessarily back it up. But it's it's okay to like both, and it's okay for people to dislike certain things. Uh, we, I mean, I, for me, it's obviously I grew up with comic books and and X Men and Spider Man and Batman, so comic book movies are are important to me because of that. Cause it's, it's part, it's a big part of, of, of who I am as far as a, I don't know, a nerd or whatever you want to call it. I don't, I don't know if that's even a label anymore because it's so mainstream. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's like, but, I, I just put pop, pop, pop culture now instead of, uh, I, I could just put pop culture instead of geek and, and pop culture, but yeah, anyways, but it, it's just, it's just frustrating to see how, how much people hyper-focus on somebody's oh. uh, opinion oh. because it's, uh, I got a, a knock. You you can keep talk talk talking. One one second, my my kid. Okay, <laughs> well it's it's an opinion, and and the the point is, it's it's okay, not not to like certain certain films. It's okay to like a certain type of genre. 
I wonder. I wonder if the backlash would seven-year-olds. <laughs> like, would the backlash be the same if Scorsese said that DC films aren't cinema, or would people uh, be like, "Oh, oh yeah, no, they they." Um, that's yeah. a good point. Or, or if, or if he came out and well, said, "Well, the Snyder first fans would be like, yes, it's fucking cinema." Or sorry, but, but, but uh, <laughs> you see, you see what I mean? It, it's it's yeah. it's so stupid. And and like, here's my point. And and what I'm trying to say is that there, some people just don't hyper focus on a type of film, and that's okay. That's why there's a giant spectrum of of films, mm-hmm. everything from. Uh, Barney and Friends, all the way to something like Hostel and 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 uh, all that crazy shit. Um, any but like look look for example at the movie that just came out over the weekend, The Green Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, highly praised by critics, highly praised by a lot of people in the industry. Honestly, uh, um, The Green Knight from A twenty four is a beautiful film. Is it boring at times? Yes, a little bit. Uh, I fell asleep during a scene, woke up. It was still the same scene. Um, but I, <laughs> uh, I know, uh, dude, it was that third movie of the day. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, forgivable. Audience score on, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 53%. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile um, it's certified fresh. It's just because it's a different type of film. And I think most audiences didn't really understand what, what it was trying to accomplish but it's yeah. a very artistic film. It's a beautiful film. And, but some, I mean, you can, you can uh, argue certain points about it, that it's better or worse than certain movies. Is it? I don't know. It just depends what genre that you like. But it, the, my point is, why are you going, are you going to um, single out somebody for saying that it's good or bad? Like, so because some people didn't like it, am I allowed to come on here? And be like, yeah, these people are stupid because they don't understand cinema, or or they don't under, you know, they're like no. Point is, it's just not their type of thing. type of thing. It's not and, their, their and bag, baby. And, and that's what I'm trying to say is that Marvel movies are not Scorsese's things. Hell, hell, um, Marvel movies are not a lot of actors' things. There's there's certain actors that do not want to be part of a big giant cinema. I I think Joaquin Phoenix in in um. After doing the Joker, said the only reason he did it was because it wasn't going to be part of of any type of of larger conglomerate as yeah. far as like an MCU or DCEU, and and that the reason was is because when you do like an MCU or a DCEU, mm-hmm. you you focus so much on the larger universe that sometimes your characters get lost, yeah. and there's and there's no. There's there's really no there's really not a lot of room for for artistic point of views mm-hmm. and and for and for um very concentrated storytelling because you're always going to need to uh incorporate the the larger universe and that's always going to be uh, and um focused in on rather than than specific character arcs and yeah that's kind of like what uh we we talked a little bit about yesterday when i was like you know um dc seems to be doing that that thing what i what i had said year years ago which is just do do movies whatever connects connects you just call it a, a multiverse and go 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 from go from there right yeah so th- i i that, that's what i think and 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 so 
it's just how how Scorsese almost directed Joker if he wasn't mm-hmm. if, if he wasn't busy on working on the Irishman. So uh that would have been would have been trippy and and very interesting to to see how things would have shaken out from from something right. like that, you know. I know. How how would he have have felt cuz you you start wondering like could he get away with doing it based on on the script and and descriptions or would he actually read a com- comic book for re- research like i don't even know if he would actually necessarily pick up a, a comic he would probably be like give me character breakdowns and mo- motivations and and the story and I'll, I'll i'll find it you know i'll i'll find the jo- joker in here well i mean maybe even I don't, I don't even know. todd phillips is it's just inspired by that yeah. that, that movie's not the, the the only thing that really the only thing that disappointed me about that film was the fact that they added the Bruce Wayne's parents' death scene mm-hmm. at the end because it had nothing to do with Bruce Wayne. Yet they felt the need to add that little uh, add that. Um, and I thought it was I thought I, it was unnecessary. The, the movie was about Joaquin Phoenix, about Arthur Fleck specifically, and they still they still managed to. In a way, connected to a bigger universe. Yeah, and that I, was... Sorry, I, no, good. I watched it, and when I when I watched it, I was like, everything. I mean, it's it's actually a really boring, predictable first two acts, and you know what's going to happen in the third act, even though it's still exciting and and fun. But honestly, even the the <laughs> twist, you know, of of what's going on in in his mind versus re- reality is it's easy to easy to see you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it, it's a good good movie i i didn't hate it i just i don't th- think it was the the greatest movie of all time i don't necessarily think it's the greatest comic book mo- movie of all time legitimately if you just change the n- name joker and change the name wayne you've got the 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 exact same movie with this same message and it's not not D- dc at all so that's that is the only reason why i can't necessarily say hey this is because is it really a a, a comic book movie at at its core no it, it's in, it's inspired by it's, a comic book character yeah, but not you know, the todd, todd phillips spent an entire year making sure people knew that mm-hmm that it is yeah. inspired by the comics. It's not a comic book movie. And and even then, it's like some some will say, well, you know, you could take Captain America and Winter Soldier names out of the the Winter Soldier movie, and it would be no, not really. You need no, a lot of that can. background and and <laughs> yeah. char- char- character history and and stuff. So this is one of those movies where legitimately, if you change the n- names of the characters. It's the exact same movie and fits perfectly in in Martin Scorsese's world of of cinema, w- without uh, without being a, a comic book book movie at all. But it's still good. Don't don't get me wrong, guys. Anyone out there, you can send all your your hate at the social media inf- information below. God doesn't uh, love it because it doesn't have a Marvel stamp on it. Yeah, I don't love every everything Mar- Marvel does, but that's why he's so excited for Venom. <sighs> Don't, why why would you bring up Sony on a live show, man? You know we got other 
things to do do and and well you don't have to pursue it you can just walk away i can't walk away and and go to the next topic it hurts so (laughs) bad (laughs) anyways Uh, yeah uh speaking of our our next topic you know when when i get things ready for the for the live show in the mornings i gotta put something for se seo in the in the title we don't quite have the audience yet to just be like hey we're live show up so uh I would love to be be able to do that. So please hit subscribe, follow us, share shares with friends, friends and family, and help it get to where I don't have to like you know try to guess what's going to be on on the docket. But this is actually interesting to to talk about, and I, I'm going to get to talk about it twice because it'll be on the cantina t- tomorrow as well, um, along with other Star Wars topics. But dude, want to talk about horrible ideas, Mar- Marvel and Star Wars together i know a lot of you already are like that's the greatest idea ever like i sure i did it with my superhero uh action figures but this is a garbage idea (laughs) even in a cartoon um first off star wars is a movie in the in the prime mcu peter parker already gave us that bit bit of of um, yeah <laughs> gold, golden uh uh stuff in in um what what was it? So, civil war mm-hmm. and uh with the empire Sh- strikes back reference and and not to mention guys it's just a stupid idea like I, i'm i'm sorry sorry to, to the d- director and the writer spoke with with C- collider they have this this interview you guys can can watch it right here on on their their home page where they they are asked about you know what they wanted to do could have done specifically deal, dealing with star wars and they they said they pursued it they they tried to see and basically marvel was like hey you you guys have this this big sandbox with the whole M- mcu you know we we have pretty much everything they even get get to play with spidey a bit bit don't don't push push your luck dude they were so i don't know if you watched the whole vi- video but they were so freaking giddy about the the idea i hate hate this idea what about what about you that's a stupid idea i, I yeah no leave, leave it alone yeah I, I don't absolutely i i don't know in what capacity that would seem like a good idea um yeah no see look at they're, they're all giddy about uh putting uh gotcha man in into <laughs> Uh, what what if season season two like i i don't know to to me this is this is get, getting back to people that don't care about world building they they just they're the same types that put themselves in all their projects they just want to see the world see burn something I, yeah ba- ba- basic basically <laughs> uh so excited so happy about could we put animated luke sky skywalk the but you know what the only time I want to see, see Star Wars in the MCU dude is P- Peter Parker watching Empire Strikes Back. I, I don't I don't want to see Luke Skywalker in anything it. anymore. They they <laughs> they need to they they needed. I thought we were wrapping that up. I thought that was what the next three movies were for. Yeah, the, I, I thought we were working on the next mythos. I you know exactly. Let's but but no, we're not. Here. We're we're still. We're, we're still on Skywalker. And what was the big twist at the end of Mandalorian two? Freaking Skywalker! I mean, like, yeah, it's it's it seems like it's something that we're never going to be um, 
uh, able to get. Look, I and I love Skywalker. Fine, I I love the original movies. I like some of the prequels. So screw you, Kyle, if you don't think so. Um, Kyle over here, ladies and gentlemen, spinning. It's not rockets on live TV, um, uh, streaming. That is um, classy. Uh, <laughs> I'm a classy person. I don't know what you're talking about. I drink Dr. Pepper every morning. That's cl- classy. Dr. And I, I care terrible. about my health, so it's diet. Dr. Pepper's terrible, but that is a uh, that's a fight me opinion. <laughs> um, my daughter loves Dr. Pepper. I do yeah. want to clarify one thing. We both love. The OT. We both love Luke's story yeah. from at least four through through six. We're not against Luke Skywalker himself. We're just like, guys, there's a whole g- galaxy out there and thousands of years of history. Let's explore a, a little bit. That That's all. So anyways, you got more more thoughts? Or is that it? Um, I, I, think it. That's it. I hate it. No, that is look, the idea. Because here's, here's the thing. Uh, I've watched three episodes of What If?, Right. And the storytelling is fantastic. Cool. And, I'm excited and about that. I, I love you you and and Nick are gonna have such a good time talking about it on, on Marvel Multiverse, whatever day of the week it is now. Um because because it's so rich with Easter eggs and nostalgic moments from the last 10 years of the MCU. Very cool. And it twists it twists them, it makes things different, and then it even adds other characters that you never thought would be in a, in a in a specific situation and and it makes for it makes for uh kind of for surprises yet a nostalgic feel uh, and and so it, it's what's with familiar and it all helps that a lot of the cast are back um right now if you look on our webpage and it's right there too uh just to, just to plug it i have i have um i put up a piece about Oh, there it is. <laughs> with, uh, uh, during a press event with, with Brian Andrews. And he talked a lot about um, his thoughts on working with Chadwick Boseman for for what will be the last time we see him in a Marvel uh, project. And we're going to see him not necessarily as King T'Challa, but we're going to see him more as, as that Star-Lord character. Mm. And uh, how excited Boseman was to, to be able to portray his character as something other than royalty. And how much fun he had with it and how much fun they had working with him. So on that article, all, all types of great comments. Um, it's a very emotional scene at the end because you kind of realize what it, what it is. Mm-hmm. That's uh, while Endgame was the last time we got to see him as a live action T'Challa. This will be the last time yeah. period in his participation in the MCU. And it comes also, you know, it comes a really long time after, unfortunately, he passed. So it's uh, it's very meaningful and very uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I got a little emotional at the end because I, I realized how important that episode was, and I enjoyed the fact that he got to portray something, someone, a little bit in a lighter, fun fashion. Nice. It's it's good. I I don't care for the animation style, and I told I don't either. <laughs> it's it's in the line work, like how the the lines stick out against uh. Uh, background and also how I, I don't know how to phrase it better. Everything looks stiff. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything feels really, really I, I can't put it any other way than it just looks stiff the way they, they move the, the line work. And I don't care for the actual physical designs. I, I just 
don't. I I get it. There's nothing wrong with them. It just it's not hitting me right. And I'm it, it is what it. But I'm su- super stoked, especially after you were like, dude, these stories are good because you also agreed, like you you just did. The animation does doesn't get to you. So that's awesome. If if you can get past the animation because the stories are that fun and and the, the Chadwick Bo- Bozeman one hitting that hard. I'm stoked about it. I can't wait, wait to watch it. You, you know, yeah, it, it's um, I, I, I went in there with really uh, mild expectations because of that, <clears throat> because I, I thought uh, the animation <laughs> would take me out of it at, at a certain point. It really didn't <clears throat> because I was so invested in in, in what the, in the story they were telling. Uh, the third episode is wild. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, uh, but uh, I'm glad that there have been reports that Peggy Carter is going to be returning on in her role in the second season of Little <laughs> because she was dope. Cool. Uh, and That's now, awesome. and now I'm, and now I'm, I'm like, dying, man. By the way. <sighs> um, now I'm like, man, maybe, maybe they should have kept Peggy Carter live action a little bit longer because she was, she was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> well, they they tried with the show, which was half halfway fucking deep decent. It, but... It's just funny because like people will clamor for certain things and then not watch it. Yeah, yeah, that that's a hundred per percent true. Look what happened with constant with Matt Ryan's Constantine. Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, it uh, horrible ratings on NBC. I thought it was such a such a good show. But then again, I also think that you don't put a show on a Friday. You don't put a show like that on a Friday night. And nobody's yeah. watching shows on Friday night. Well, I mean, I am, but uh, <laughs> well, we we have to. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, and then it, it went off. It went to Netflix, and all of a sudden, it became popular. And he ended up now being part of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But it comes to show um, finicky fans. It ha- it happens. We we talked about like uh, Superman Returns. How everyone was like, "Oh, it's so boring. There's no no action. This is I still garbage. think that movie's terrible." And then, yeah, but you 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 know exactly what I'm about to say next. Yeah. Man of Steel comes out, and everyone's like, "Oh no, we wanted a, a Donner <laughs> Superman. Where's where's Donner's version of 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 Superman two? That's what we wanted, motherfucker. They, yeah, they, they gave it to to you. It's over there. It's not great because I, I hate to tell you this. The the Donner film uh, uh, films get a lot of uh, boost from nostalgia, but and they're amazing for for what they are and what what they what they did, but. Superman Returns is a Donner Superman. Hey, you know, you're 100%. right. And, and Brandon Routh is a fantastic Superman. Yeah. Just, when they, uh, during, a, during the Crisis on Infinite Earths, when they gave him the suit for a little bit, it was like, oh, come on, guys. He was great. Couldn't mm-hmm. they? I, my my issue with with uh, Superman, well, Superman Returns, maybe I was a little harsh on it. But maybe. I thought that they focused way too much on on the Superman Lois part. And it, it, for me, it became kind of a chick flick. That's the way I describe it. Yeah. Um, I could, I could but not I love Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. Yeah. And, and you're right. The, the Donner Superman, that that's Superman returns. So anytime people complain about man of steel that way, I yeah. think Warner brothers should virtually throw it, throw a Blu-ray in their face and said, there you, and with the, with the post-it that says, there you go. And the middle finger. Here's your Donner's, here's your Donner's Superman that you guys didn't go, go see in, in theaters. Oh man. You know what? Everyone is going to see though, this ad from go grow generations where the pros go to grow everything you guys can imagine for all sorts of home 
uh, uh, garden and other growing needs and purposes. So yeah, take it away, my significant other. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. From propagation to harvest, they have everything you need for your special garden. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. Thank you, Christine, for recording that. And thank you again, everyone that's been watching, listening uh, uh, live or on replay. And again, please hit like, share, subscribe, all all, all of that wonderful stuff. Whew, what if? What if? Dude, I, I still can't get, get over... I, mean, I mentioned people inserting them, themselves in, into things and... Um, uh that that idea of inserting uh you know ha- having the, these wild fantasies and it's like yeah sure and I'm and when I uh when I talk about you know I don't want to see Luke Sky- Skywalker in the MCU yeah guys I mean that wholeheartedly I don't I don't outside of like a Lego game outside of a a fighting game or a racing game I don't ever want to see Marvel and, and Star Wars together not in any no. seriousness like the the Simpsons stuff that they do, the parodies that works beautifully. Why? Because the Simpsons have already d- done that before they were part of Disney. They already did comic book par- parodies and Star Wars and Star Star Trek parody. Hell, almost every k- cast member that's been alive in 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 the original s- series while the Simpsons has been on has voiced themselves or s- some parody uh, on on the Simpsons or and f- Futurama. So it makes sense when they do, do something like that, but I, I I don't know, man. Do you do you get upset when creators put themselves in in works like this by chance? And and I'm talking like in a significant way, like they design a whole character off themselves, or they they change a, a an existing character to 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 uh uh. And I'm not talking like a, a long arc. I'm talking like one shots and side stories, or you know, fan. It's just kind of weird like i i don't know is it weird it's weird nope everybody does it hell i'd do it too that's weird to me think like, about it uh, um quentin tarantino does it often uh taito wakiti does well, it all the freaking time i'm not talking about writing a character for for you to play i'm talking about putting yourself putting you in it not not a character that you play i'm talking about like when s- someone uh, I, I don't want to give it any any freaking FaceTime. Let's let's talk somebody I, I don't care if if I mention Pablo Hidalgo, right? The 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 holocron keeper, Mister Star Wars canon is sacred until it's it's not, and then it's it's whatever it it, it needs to be, right? Mm-hmm. That that's his his words. I'm paraphrasing some stuff, but the Star Wars canon is what it, whatever it need needs needs to be. He creates this character, I, I forget its name, and he literally puts himself into the MCU or not MCU into the Star Wars canon, not not a character that he plays puts himself in there. The character's designed on him with his personality, his traits. I can't remember if it's a portmanteau of his name or or you know some play on on something else, but that's what what I'm getting at. That type of stuff it just it's irksome, man. I, I don't know why. No, nah, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> I, I I thought you meant like a cameo or kind no, of No, 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 no. That's fine. Like Kevin Smith's so, so, I'm cool yeah. with that. 
that's so it'd be like me making me and putting myself in whatever it'd be it'd be you writing harley quinn and then saying the new police uh lieutenant that she's interacting with in her arc is you and and you you name him you know uh uh may, maybe you know the middle name is emmanuel you know or the the last name you keep gomez and he's based off of you and you're like i've you know d- waited all my life all i ever wanted to be was was a character in a, in a comic like i got that but is is a, a big dc name the place for it why not put yourself into a original work you know what i, mean? I, I don't know it just kind of seems odd and and sometimes it it comes off really really pretentious to you go, yeah egocentric i get it yeah i don't, I don't know but yeah that, that's one one of those one of those little bit bitchy bitchy moments i was i was having uh bad batch season two announced officially we got an e- email it will launch in 2022 mm-hmm. uh, disney did did announce, announce this the entire lucasfilm animation team and i would like to Thank Disney Plus. This is from Dave Filoni and our fans for the opportunity to continue telling the story. Jeez, dude, how much more time do we need to spend between episodes three and four? Well, I mean, Bad Batch had a. I yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of done with 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 that whole side of the universe, but <clears throat> Bad Batch in particular had a had a very interesting take on seeing what some of those clone troopers would have to go through without resources and having to adapt. And I, I think that's what I found super interesting about the Bad Batch in particular. Uh, how much more more I want out of it, though? Uh, I don't know. Just no. That's funny. It, it's better than getting more Skywalker stuff, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm everyone's got their, their high hopes up because of the Luke Skywalker and Grogu poster and the uh fact that the guy that fixed quote-unquote fixed uh the cgi for for deep fake or whatever whatever it's called for uh mando season two skywalker um that's got everyone's hopes up that we're gonna see a live action uh loop show or jedi academy show i'm not against a jedi academy show but i don't want it to be live action i would prefer it to be animated but I don't want Filoni and animation. I don't want Bad Batch Clone Wars Rebels animation, and I don't want Resistance animation. Uh, go go to the drawing board. You know, I I know I'm a we we even everything. I don't. It doesn't need to be anime. We got Star Wars visions for that. But look at look at people that are influenced by modern modern. Uh, uh, action and and things like that in anim, animation and bring bring us bring us that you know like do, do you want to see a live action i mean no right you don't want any luke at all but would you at least be cool with like an animated series that did cover the academy uh like at most yeah yeah i think i think an animated series would be great and if it, and, and unlike you, if it's the same style as as the rest of it, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope like I hope that would be the the show that could get me to enjoy my my first because my biggest problem with with um uh the the ones that already exist minus resistance is I don't have that 
connection to the prequel trilogy. I don't like them. And because I didn't like them, I didn't care to see a story that makes them better. I didn't care about the character. You know what I'm saying? And then I I know a lot of people are like, skip season one of both Rebels and uh, uh, Clone Wars. And I'm like, well, I already tried, you know, the the three episode rule for season one of, of both. And it's like, I, I didn't like it. So that's like two two strikes. So it really get gets hard to go back to that pool and and try to get in again. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. I've already I've already been burned twice in, in my mind. And that's not me saying that it's not good. It's just it's not for me. Nothing wrong with that, man. No, nah, not nothing wrong with that. See? See? It's for him. Is for his kid. My kid doesn't get into it that much, but he's freaking weird. All of the great cartoons he used to watch, he won't watch anymore. It's like he hit that 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 twelve year old age of I'm better than my my you know eleven year old friend who still watches you know Teen Titans Go or whatever. He hits that at seven. Teen Titans, uh, Gumball. Uh, at least he still likes classic turtles, uh, Ghostbusters. Likes his a- anime, um, and still digs most of the uh, like CGI animated m- movies, like Wreck- Wreck-It Ralph and stuff like that. So, but I, yeah, it's 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 fine. I I I hope Bad Batch is good in in season two. I just I don't see. It's like resources being wasted to me. Like there's other things to do, other things to see. And I know that's that they're I feel doing about something. The entire, that's how I feel about Luke Skywalker and, and his story. There's so many other things you can do and see. And Bad Batch is actually one of those that I agree with that I think was was a very interesting story. Because it's not um, Skywalker centric. Yeah. And it's and it's um is it even I, Jedi Sith centric? No, Jedi's are their Jedi are being killed left and right. It's about right, this but group is it of, like force centric, like the, the stuff about no, the board. Okay, no, it's yeah, not. That's, well, it, that's cool. Because uh it's a, it's about clones trying to figure out what side that they want to be on. It's well clones that don't have that are, are quote unquote defective. Yeah. Um yeah, so and then I think what I also liked about it is going through the season was watching them go to other systems mm-hmm. who are trying to figure out what to do also. Uh do they bow down to the empire? Do they fight and and trying to figure out what is right, what is wrong? And what is what is best for them, and the, yeah. the politics behind the Order sixty six, and what that did to that to the entire galaxy. I think that's that's what I appreciated more is you get to see the larger scale of the impact of that order. Besides the you know the the Jedi being uh, turned on by see, Palpatine. I love that type of stuff because the EU was filled with that that type of stuff, right? And I I. Hmm. Sorry, I really in, enjoy it, but the way it's presented in stuff like like that Bad Batch and, and whatnot, it's just it doesn't hit me. It's it's too too kiddish. And again, it's not made made for me. I'm not saying it shouldn't exist or it needs to change. It's just why I don't don't watch it. But it's happening. Season two. Congratulations for all all the fans and congratulations the Disney Lucasfilm Filoni and cast and crew on on getting another. Another season. I think uh, Cam said there's two episodes left. 
I think one or one or two weeks left. So we'll see what, what shakes loose out of it and, and what the, the fin- finale is like. There's a l- lot of people. Uh, it's a two-parter finale starting t- tomorrow. Um, so I, I know a lot of, a lot of people are looking for connections from this into the Ma- Mandalorian. I've, I've heard things about, you know, Omega and, and what, what, whatnot. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if we're going to get a major Mandalorian era reveal from this. I don't know. May, may, what do you, what do you think? You think this is going to push any of the, the uh, post return of the Jedi stuff? No. Forward? Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I mean, Filoni has been really good at not doing that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder why he likes playing in that, that era so much be, that, I, I think because the era. story is so vague and, it's and not vague anymore they got well, you know seven well, well, what, well it was <laughs> and he's he, he's the one who filled it up yeah but, appreciate it right but then he goes back and then goes back and is go, going back well, you know, he's not going back he's moving forward yeah. it's not like he's staying in the same spot he, he you know he he told it's the story in and around the Wars. I mean, Rebels takes place between two and three, and this is or through three and four, and this is between three, three and four. Season two between th- three and four. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, it's just saying, man, just saying. If there's any room, is there, if there's any room for stories, it's there, and and they're at they're at a point now where they've reached and now surpassed Order sixty six. So season two will say a lot about what how much more I think they have to how to tell. Mm. Yeah, because like I said, they're not focusing on on Jedi specifically. Yeah. This is oh, a very, they, they don't a very centric story, yeah. Yeah, I I love my my favorite e, EU books are the ones that don't have much to do with the the big three Han, Luke, and Leia, and don't have much to do with with uh, the Force on on either either side. I I love stuff like Rogue Squadron, uh, the X Wing series, including the Ray, Wraith Squadron books. I I like the the they're not the greatest, but the tales. <laughs> books you know uh but donnie hunters and java's palace i i really enjoyed uh even the big arcs that were jedi centric i liked following characters that weren't solos or skywalkers you know i it was it was great it was a lot of a lot of fun i i hope we can get get to that with with star wars and i again will say i hope no Outside of seeing it on like a poster, uh, uh, on a on a movie screen or TV screen in in a movie or show over at Marvel, I don't want Star Wars characters over there. I do, I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't. No, no. You have enough Marvel characters to play with, and then there's gonna be three people who are gonna be like, but they do Marvel comics. Also, they're part of the universe. Watch that. Yeah, it's pu- pu- publishing. <laughs> I, look, it could be fun for some. I got got it. Sure, I just I don't I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> let's let's get Star Wars con- consistently uh, good again before we <laughs> start messing with things. Anyways, Manny, I think that's gonna about do it for us today. Live here on the day Daily Cup of Genre. Everyone that did join us peaked in thank you so much everyone that's watching us on repeat listening to us on repeat once again please do take some time hit that subscribe button it's red it says subscribe on it please hit it unless you're colorblind then i'm not depending on your colorblindness it might be a different color regardless it says subscribe so please please hit it and then uh hit the bell so you know when all the great uh podcasts like the marvel multiverse matt uh mayhem the um 
uh, Marvel, or excuse me, the Star Wars podcast, the, the can, Cantina. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the Anime Ver- Versal Reviews and then Anime Versal Midnight Run, which will be out this weekend with uh, Chobits. And uh, the puppets are back in indeed. So ch- check that out. And yeah, on the YouTube channel, we also have a lot of amazing interviews and then lrmonline.com every day for for all of your entertainment news needs and opinions manny what's up man what's going on people talking to us people talking to us people talk to us um i had a last minute interview which was fantastic with veronica falcon she stars in disney's jungle cruise as trader sam uh so that was a lot of fun it was 10 15 minutes she also gives a little bit update on Ozark's final season because she uh, she has a pretty pretty decent role in it as well that she didn't want to talk too much about but was excited mm-hmm. to share about she was um also had a very she had a minor role in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and she told a little bit of a story on on what happened on the day that they found out they had to take off because of COVID protocols and how that mm-hmm. affected her character. She was a, she was very nice, and that was a great interview, and it's up right now on our YouTube. It'll be on our site a little bit later today. Um, we have short circuit interviews with um, with animators uh, or just employees of Disney who had a great idea for an animated story, and they're able to tell it thanks to the short circuit program, which which I think is really cool that they do. Um, it, they that's how that's how they've been internally been able to find kind of the next big talent or whatever um us again was directed uh i forget the director's name but he was he did puddles on season one and now he's doing kind of feature items too for disney so it's really cool and um i uh you could actually watch them now because they they debuted yesterday on disney plus so yeah those are those are a few of the things and i know that i will be covering paw patrol and candy man this weekend so uh very excited for that and um, yeah, I'll add in a lot more. Like I always said, make sure to uh, stay tuned because there's a little bit of something for everyone. Indeed. With that, guys, please do again subscribe, follow, like, sh- share. We we try our, our hardest to be the the reliable new news source and a reliable uh, uh, source of of various opinions. Uh, Breaking Geek Radio is another podcast I forgot to mention. They're up on Fridays as as well. Nick doll uh uh jonesy and jammer um very vastly different crew than myself and manny or myself christine and 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 brian over at anime may versal uh so it's it's a lot lot of fun and yeah guys where we we would love to uh expand and become a part of your day daily day yeah Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Please, again, like, share, subscribe. And, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.